what I learned from interviewing 100 plus artists. So since I started my podcast back in 2017, I've had over 100 guests, mainly artists, creatives, people from that kind of world. And I wanted to break down in this episode the biggest learnings that I've made because there, there seems to be a trend that I've picked up on. I've learned loads from hosting these conversations, from holding the space, from inviting people to have these deep, insightful conversations with me. And I wanted to break down with you guys the biggest learnings that I've taken from 100 plus interviews of artists. Hello and welcome to In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And on this episode, I'm gonna break down what I've learned from interviewing 100 plus artists on this very podcast. So I started this podcast back in 2017 and the main reason was at the time I was listening to a lot of other podcasts, mainly the Big Americans, the Lewis Howes, the Gareth V, Gareth V's, the Gary V's, the Tim Ferriss's, the Oprah's and I was loving what I was hearing and I was loving the guests but it felt very distant to me. It felt very American. It didn't feel like there was many UK voices and I wanted to start a podcast that, that essentially represented what I liked music artists creatives and at the time I was working in the music industry so I had a lot of access to people who were associated to the music industry and I decided to start this very podcast it was called dreamers disease back in the day for those who are originals and I just started interviewing people that I knew in and around the music industry and network that I had so some of the people that have joined me in this very space today have been wretch free Two, we've had Gabrielle Applin we've had Sam Tompkins Tom Grennan and we've had some amazing conversations, you know, even people like Jerome Flynn, who played Bron in Game of Thrones. We had a very in-depth conversation where we spoke about, you know, the state of mental health and especially in men with Retch Free 2, I was speaking about anxiety and the, the, the lessons that he passes on to his kids. With Gabrielle Applin, we were talking about dealing with and living with uh, ADHD diagnosis. So there's been so many varied, colorful, beautiful conversations that I've just created this melting pot of learning for me and like I said this episode is all going to be about breaking down the, the the themes that I've seen in these episodes the key takeaways that I've taken away from these 100 plus interviews and I want to share these with you because I think these are some of the most powerful lessons that you can make for your life so the first key learning that I've taken from these 100 interviews is that everyone has a story and I know that seems quite obvious right yeah everyone has a story of course everyone's got their own experience but everyone's story is so powerful purely because it's so unique to them. It's so personal to them. And I find that when I tell my story and I share my story of depression and where I was when I was in my late teens to mid 20s to where I am today, it really helps people connect on a deeper level than just the story. You know, when you hear someone's story, yes, it's very personal to them, but it becomes very universal because we can take something and see something in these unique stories for ourselves. And this is why I believe like having a platform where people can come on and talk about their stories. I remember talking to Sinead Harnett about, you know, growing up as a, she's got, she's, you know, part Thai, she's part Irish. She's, she's got this mix of, you know, cultures that she's come from and growing up with that and then learning to love herself through the journey. And it was just so specific to her but the topic of self-love and learning to love yourself and, and to grow into your own skin, so to speak, it was so unique, but it was so universal. I had so many comments from that of people saying, oh my God, this is amazing to hear. Like, I thought I was the only one. 
And even though Sinead was just talking from her experience and her story, it was really hitting deep with, with people who were listening and watching the videos. And this is why I think like knowing what your origin story is and sharing it has so much power in the world. Like if you look at some of the best sort of artists, what are they doing in their music? They share their story, they share their journey. You know, I remember watching an interview a while ago with Dizzy Rascal and he was talking about, you know, when he when he wrote Boy in the Corner, his sort of breakout album, he was basically just writing a story of what he was what he was seeing and experiencing in his life at that time. And when people say to him, oh, Dizzy, why can't you make another album like that? He's like, well, I'm not living that life right now. Like, I can't replicate it because it's not the life that I'm living. It's not the story that I was seeing playing out. So I can't rewrite that story. I can write a story of what my life is like now and share it through the music. I can't replicate it, but people connected on such a deep level because it spoke to something in them. And this is something that I truly believe is it can change the way that we even view ourselves when we see our story as that. It's a story that we're continuing to write and it's endless because we're writing it every day, every moment. And this is this is something that has been so profound to see, whether it's been, you know, a, a, an interview of an artist, a creative, an inf influencer, everyone's story is so unique but it really speaks directly to every individual person who's listening which is pretty much the reason why i wanted to start the podcast in the first place because i wanted to hear these stories because i was learning so much from listening to other stories and other platforms i thought if i had the opportunity to sit eye to eye with someone and hear their story it's undoubtedly going to have a huge impact on me and it has now the second thing that has been a massive learning for me over these hundred interviews with artists and creatives is that there seems to be a point in everyone's story where there's, there's an experience of pain, of some kind of pain, whether it's going through depression, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's a breakup, whether it's some, some event that happens in their life that is connected to, to a form of pain. What I've noticed in these interviews is that that source of pain becomes the kind of conduit, it's like the seed in a way for the growth of the person it's like without that moment of pain without that moment of oh man this is a horrible place that i'm in in my life they wouldn't have had that kind of catalytic effect of growth in their life and i've seen this for myself when i was in my darkest time you know when i was depressed and i was having suicidal thinking like if i hadn't had that experience i don't think i would be where i am today recording this podcast you know nearly 300 episodes in I wouldn't have my coaching business. I wouldn't be sharing the stuff that I'm sharing on social media. I wouldn't be connecting with people the way I'm connecting with people because that pain has become the catalyst to growth. And I've really seen this in so many interviews. And I was, I was talking about Sinead Harnett earlier, the, the journey of self-love. I remember talking to Estée Lalonde about um, anxiety and, and what's come for her from that. Gabriel Applin about ADHD. There's been so many amazing stories that, that have come from pain. And I remember having a really powerful conversation with Dr. Rongan Chatterjee, who's one of the biggest podcasters in the world. And he was telling me the story of when his father passed away. And that moment of pain, like being the carer for his dad and then his dad passing away and what that meant for him in his life at that moment set him up for what was to come next. And I think often it's easy for us to, to sit in our pain in the moment and, and get sucked into the darkness, which is, you know, it's fair. It's, it's, uh, you can't 
you, you know judge it in a way right you can't res resent someone for for having that experience when they're going through it but it's like sometimes i feel like if we can see the greater picture of what this pain is then going to allow us to then move on to it's crazy like i remember when i had the conversation with zach zach washington and his story of like being paralyzed from the legs down hips down i think and what happened for him in his life because of that moment has been phenomenal like going on to being the first person to complete a marathon after having their spinal cord um, completely like ruptured or, or, or broken or torn i can't remember the exact phrasing the exact diagnosis but to then become the first person to, to complete a marathon walking like that wouldn't have happened the growth that he got on that journey the growth that he's continuing now to experience as an athlete an athlete is it's insane and and would that would he, he wouldn't have got to that point in his life without that that moment of pain like i said it's like a seed the pain is like a seed that, that gets planted at some point in our life and we we feel the pain of the ground being dug up and everything being turned upside down and we don't really get perspective of the flower that can grow from that and I, I saw this clip recently on instagram and the guy was sort of talking about the the sort of hero story and the villain story when it comes to like superhero movies or your classic kind of any any movie really with a good and a bad guy and he was saying that the thing that connects them both is is a moment of pain there's something that happens in their life that is painful and the villain goes on a journey of like i've had this pain so i need other people to experience this pain and he goes one way and then the hero goes the other way of, I've had this pain in my life. I don't want anyone else to experience this. So I'm going to do my best to help people. And it comes from the same source. It comes from that same pain. And it's like the experience of something painful in our lives doesn't have to be doom and gloom. It doesn't have to be, um, this is going to ruin my life. It could actually be the best thing that could ever happen to you. The next thing that I've got from these, you know, hosting these, these interviews is that everyone wants the same thing happiness and love it doesn't matter if someone's growing a business or wanting to be the best artist in the world or wanting to get like a billion dollars it always comes down to the same thing all people want is happiness and love they want to be loved and they want to be happy and i think this really comes through in so many of the interviews that i've conducted that there's a strong thread that that, that just ties them all together of like I'm doing this thing because A, I enjoy it and B, I want to be happy living the life that I live and I'm happiest when I'm creating, when I'm sharing this stuff, when I'm, you know, being able to be me and express myself in my life and when someone really seems to cultivate love for themselves, what happens is they get to then expand that and share that with other people and this is something that has become really obvious to me and it's something that I've, I'm really starting to see more and more. The more conversations I have in my business, more conversations I have on this podcast, I'm really starting to see that like everyone just wants the same thing, happiness and love, to be happy and to be loved. And if we could just start with those two simple things in our lives, like to be happy and to be loved and really to understand what they, what they both mean, what does it mean to be happy? what creates our happiness and when we start to look internally and look inside ourselves and see that actually happiness comes from me that's a great place to start because when happiness comes from you you can then express that in any way which is which is authentic to yourself 
and to be loved like if you, i like to see that the journey of love in my life has really been a journey of of learning to love myself and the more that i've been able to love myself the more i've been able to share that love with other people and this comes through so much i remember there was a conversation i had with steph ellswood and originally she started creating content like she's this incredible influencer now mainly on instagram but she originally started to to share her content on instagram from that that place of pain that i was talking about but from the place of like i want to be happy and she started like a i think it was like a, a an eating diary you know she was just sharing her her meals that she was eating and keeping herself accountable to what she was eating and then you know she became known as healthy chef steph and then her, her kind of you know online brand as it were grew from there what i really saw in that is like there was such a strong theme of like i want to be happy in my life so i'm going to do the things that i enjoy and the more she did the things that she enjoyed and the more she cultivated the happiness within herself the more she was able to share with the world and the more she shared with the world the more it came back to her and there's just there's just something in that like if we really sit down with anyone and say what do you want and whatever they say say okay why do you want that okay and why do you want that 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 the further we go into that conversation i believe we're only ever going to land in, in two things i want to be happy and i want to be loved because outside of that there's not really many things that we do to to have anything else you know we want money because we want to we want to have safety why do we want safety because we want to keep our family you know in a, in a comfortable position why do we want that because it makes us happy you know um i want to be fit and healthy and i want to do this why do you want to do that because you know i want to um treat myself like i deserve to okay why do you want that you know get down to it because i, I want i want to feel loved i want to be loved by myself and I've seen this in so many conversations. The deeper you go into the conversation, the more that you just arrive at these two points, two things that anybody wants, happiness and love. And the final huge learning, this is, and this is probably the biggest one, the biggest learning that I've made from, from the, uh, these hundred plus interviews is that we can really bring our dreams to reality. And the ones who dare to try are the ones who go on to do it. And, you know, you look at an artist, you look at any kind of creative, any kind of business owner, it starts off with an idea, it starts off with a dream, you know, and what's the dream? To, to share music, right? To, to, sh to create a thing. The more time spent building up that muscle, putting in the reps of creating the thing without giving up, without getting disheartened, without, you know, getting to that point of like, oh, is this, is this worth it? the more it becomes a reality and more often than not the, the people who succeed the most in life and this is this is what i've witnessed through these interviews is the people who do the thing that they're doing from a place of like i just love this thing i don't even i'm not even doing it for the money there's a purpose that is greater than me there's a greater sense of mission beyond me which is so much larger than just making money they're the people that succeed because they're not tied to the results. They're not tied to, I need this to make money so that I can da 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 You know, they're doing the thing because they love it. You know, any artist who who makes music, it comes from the passion of make, making the music. And then they, the more they do that, the more the reps they put in, the more they practice, the more effort and energy they give to it, the more it becomes a reality. You can go and speak to like Ed Sheeran, 
everyone's pretty aware of his story you know he he was busking on the streets okay it's, maybe it's like 10 years ago now but like when he first broke out and as like a big star it was like only a few years before that he was busking on the streets why would you busk on the streets you know i mean there, there are multiple reasons right but one of the reasons is i just love to play my music i love to get out there play the guitar i love the feel of it i love i love to do the thing and the more love someone has for the thing the more likely they are to, to create it into a reality. And I think all of these interviews have shown me that it's so possible to, to bring your dream life into reality if you're willing to do the thing just out of the love of it. Not, not because you want the money, not because you want the fame or the attention or you know all, all of the stuff that, that comes as a byproduct, but you wanna do the thing just out of a place of enjoyment, out of a place of love, out of a place of passion, out of a place of... I just love doing this like it's an expression and and that's what creates the greatest platform for 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 growth number one and for for creating a life that you dream of you've got to dare to take the risk you've got to dare to stay with it you've got to dare to stay in the game with the thing for it to become a reality too many people give up too early in life they don't see the results you know straight straight away and they just give up I saw something recently that Usain Bolt said, right? He said, I trained for years and years and years and years and years and years to, to, to run whatever it is, just over nine seconds away to get in the nine point something seconds of the 100 meter sprint. And he's like, but I see people now, they give up after two months of trying. And he's like, it took me years to get there. People are too willing to give up at the first hurdle because they're like, oh, I should be further ahead by now. I should be here, I should be there. And they're creating this restriction around where I should be rather than staying on the path for the enjoyment of it, for the love of it, for the passion of it. That's why like when I started this podcast, I remember saying to a bunch of people that I knew, I said, look, I'm starting this podcast, but this isn't gonna be like a, oh, it's gonna be done in like 10 episodes. I was like, I'm still gonna be recording this podcast in years to come. And there was other people who started a podcast that are around the same time as me. And I said, let's see who's still here recording podcasts in five years because I was passionate about it. I wasn't doing it for the numbers. I wasn't doing it for the attention. I wasn't doing it for anything other than I wanted to have a bunch of really interesting conversations and I wanted to learn. And I was passionate about that. And I remember saying, if I get to 10 episodes, I can guarantee you I'll get to 100. And I did, you know, this is episode 280, 90 something, I'm not sure, nearly 300, you know, six years later. <laughs> so, I, you know, I must be doing something right by staying in the game because I love it. Like I can't, even when I've had breaks from the podcast, they haven't really been that long. It's been like, oh, I want to get back into recording because there's so much passion behind it. And I think this is something so key. It's like to create your dreams into reality is to like do the thing that you're passionate about without the expectation of a particular outcome. So these learnings have been huge, right? Everyone has a story. The more personal the story, the more universal it is. We create something magical from our pain. Everyone wants the two same things, happiness and to be loved. And the fact that we can bring our dreams to life by staying in the game and doing it for the passion and nothing else. So this has been what I've learned from interviewing a hundred plus artists. And I really hope this has been helpful for you. If you've liked this episode, be sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe. Come follow me on Instagram and TikTok at IamAlexManzi and I'd love to hear what you get from it. Either leave a comment in the video below or come and send me a DM with your biggest learnings from this episode and I will see you for the next one.